Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are. Whatever part of the day you're in, I appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. Appreciate y'all, those of y'all that continue to share the podcast. Uh, thank you so much. That helps immensely. Every time y'all tell somebody about it, get them to listen to it, um, pass it on by word of mouth. That is by far the best way that, that this podcast is growing and continues to grow. So thank you so much. I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for it, humbled by it, and I will, I'll try and make good use of your time. We're going to go for one of our little walks today in the Sahara Desert, which is what our part of the world seems to be turning into. Went out trying to save a little piece of our garden late yesterday. Went out to turn the water off. And lo and behold, right next to the water faucet, and I was out in flip-flops, which I've, of course, been warned ever since I was a little boy not to go walking around in the dark in flip-flops. And I ran into a copperhead. And thankfully had a flashlight and did not step on it and went to get a hoe to kill it with and came back and it was gone. <laughs> so even more interesting. Uh, but at any rate, I thought y'all might be amused by that little story. I certainly was amused when I almost stepped on it. Maybe that's a bad word for it. So we're going to, we have two puppy dogs today that have decided to come out and brave the Oppressive, truly oppressive. That word gets thrown around a lot today, and most of the time it's complete nonsense uh, because you're not oppressed at all if you live in the United States of America today. Uh, certainly not in the way that the left tries to pretend. But this heat is oppressive. We're going to talk today. We're going to start off with the Great Seal uh, of the United States of America. Because one of the things that you hear constantly still today, uh, the reason that we're in the mess we're in going all the way back to 47 and the Supreme Court case that passed uh, separation of church and state is America is a secular nation. We're not a Christian nation. We were never a Christian nation. Our founders didn't want us to be a Christian nation, you know, almost to the point they hated Christianity. They wanted it. Certainly, if anything, they would allow you to go into your little closet by yourself and pray. But. They didn't want anything to do with that in the public eye. They don't want it in our institutions. They don't want it in our education, et cetera, et cetera. It has to be completely secular. So uh, we're going to read a little excerpt, a couple of excerpts out of uh, the Founder's Bible, which, again, I recommend wholeheartedly uh, to get a copy. And also, actually, I, I pulled from a number of sources today, uh, but y'all can find most of this online if you really go digging for it, I'm sure. So this is just a little blip out of the Founder's Bible. Called the Great Seal of the United States, its history begins with the birth of the nation on July 4, 1776. On that day, Congress appointed John Adams, Benjamin Franklin, and Thomas Jefferson to bring in a device for a seal of the United States of America. They eventually proposed the following. Crest the eye of providence in a radiant triangle 
whose glory extends over the shield and beyond the figures. On the other side of the said great seal should be the following device. Pharaoh sitting in an open chariot, a crown on his head, and a sword in his hand, passing through the divided waters of the Red Sea in pursuit of the Israelites. Rays from a pillar of fire in the cloud, expressive of the divine presence and command, beaming on Moses, who stands on the shore and extending his hand over the sea, causes it to overwhelm Pharaoh. And the motto, rebellion to tyrants is obedience to God. Now, both Jefferson and Franklin were fond of this motto. We've talked about that before. That motto, actually, I didn't know this until I was reading for this podcast, comes out of uh, the 1750 sermon preached by Dr. Jonathan Mayhew, which we've talked about that sermon quite a bit. I just haven't stumbled across this. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And then uh, Congress really apparently liked this motto, but it was too complicated to put on a simple seal. And so they worked on it off and on for several years after this. And they finally, I'm going to read about the final one in just a minute, but they gave it to Charles Thompson or Thompson, not with no P, uh, who was a theologian, a Christian theologian. So you have Jefferson and Franklin and Adams on this committee, uh, Franklin and Jefferson, who are supposed to be these deists at best, really almost atheists based on what the left says today. And what do they come up with? They come up with a seal that draws almost completely out of the Old Testament, talking about the relationship between Moses and the Israelites fleeing from Pharaoh. And, and they use that. We've talked about that a little bit, not in depth in the podcast, but they use that uh, imagery for themselves. That's kind of how they felt about themselves, the patriots, the colonists fleeing from uh, King George as a tyrant and Parliament and Britain. And so this was not unusual at all. But these men, this is what they came up with when they were tasked with this job. Now, how in the world would they come up with a great seal that relied that heavily on the Old Testament, especially when you talk about the eye of providence of God? If they didn't want, and this was going to be the seal for the nations, if they did not want Christianity in public life, it makes no sense. This alone, just as so many times, folks, and I thought I would say this later, and maybe I'll say it again, but... I, I know sometimes this seems like beating a dead horse. So my father talked to me about that a number of times over the years growing up. But folks, we need to, 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 to go over this again and again and again. A, for the muscle memory, like we talk about on this podcast so often, because, you know, just like in the Marine Corps, they made us do things a thousand times so that when we got scared or frightened or, you know, sleep deprived or stressed out, our body would just kind of naturally respond. We need our minds and our hearts to do this, folks, so that when we get attacked and we hear these people uh, from the modern left in particular, and they, they come and they say, well, we're just a secular nation. You just you don't know what you're talking about. No, you, you don't know what you're talking about, obviously, because if you did, you wouldn't say the things that you say or act the way that you act. And so we have to go over this stuff again and again and again. And. At any rate, so so they pulled heavily on the Old Testament, uh, the the analogy, the imagery between Moses and Pharaoh, 
this is where these men went. This was going to be the great seal of America. And then over the years as they worked on this, finally in the end, they gave it over to a Christian theologian, a guy that who would eventually, toward the end of his life, go back and uh, make a pretty massive translation of the Bible from, I, I think, from the original Greek. I, I'm not sure, but you can go and read about him a little bit. I'm not real familiar with Charles Thompson. But that's that's who Congress officially gave over the seal to. It's just mind-boggling, folks. I just can't get over it. We're supposed to believe that America's a secular nation, and yet here we are creating a seal specifically for our country to use in official acts, treaties, anytime things are signed, right? And it's it's just inundated with Christianity. <laughs> so Thompson uh, came up with the seal, finally turned it into Congress on June the 20th, 1782. And from the records of Congress, this is an explanation of, of part of that seal. On the reverse side, a pyramid unfinished in the zenith, an eye in a triangle surrounded with a glory proper. Over the eye, these words, Anuit Coptus, if I said that right, probably didn't apologize. It's Latin, not one of my strengths. Latin for he, God, has blessed our undertakings. On the base of the pyramid, the numerical letters, uh, the Roman numerals for 1776, and underneath the following motto, Novus Ordo Seclorum, again, I apologize, folks. It's Latin for a new way for the ages, referring to America as a new model for liberty. Further remarks and explanation. Uh, the reverse, the pyramid signifies strength and duration. The pyramid was the oldest surviving structure known to man at that time. The eye over it and the motto allude to the many signal, remarkable interpositions of providence in the favor of the American cause. The date underneath is that of the Declaration of Independence, and the words under it signify the beginning of a new American era, which commences from that date. Yeah. So the big deal here is the, the, the remark or the motto, which alluded to he, God, has blessed our undertakings, that Providence, again and again, has been with the American cause, right? And so this was approved. This is the seal that Thompson came up with. And when I read that again today, talking about this seal, again, this is for official acts. Uh, I couldn't help but think of a couple quotes that we've read here before. One is from Washington, and he was talking to General Thomas Nelson and made the comment, the hand of providence has been so conspicuous in all this that he must be worse than an infidel that lacks faith and more than wicked that has not gratitude enough to acknowledge his obligations. So Washington knew, our founders knew, uh, Thomas Jefferson, Franklin, Adams, when they created the seal, again and again they turned uh, Benjamin Franklin, we've talked about this. This is just a little section of his speech that kind of saved the Constitutional Convention. In this situation of this assembly groping, as it were, in the dark to find political truth 
and scarce able to distinguish it when presented to us. How has it happened, sir, that we have not hitherto once thought of humbly applying to the Father of lights to illuminate our understanding? In the beginning of the contest with Great Britain, when we were sensible of danger, we had daily prayer in this room for divine protection. Our prayers, sir, were heard, and they were graciously answered. All of us who were engaged in the struggle must have observed frequent instances of a superintending providence in our favor. To that kind providence, we owe this happy opportunity of consulting in peace on the means of establishing our future national felicity. And have we now forgotten that powerful friend, or do we imagine we no longer need his assistance? I have lived, sir, a long time, and the longer I live, the more convincing proofs I see of this truth, that God governs in the affairs of men, and if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, is it probable that an empire can rise without his aid? And he goes on in the speech, folks, the point, there's a couple points here. Obviously, he's saying that if we don't have God, we, we've had God's help. It's apparent that we've had God's help and we're not paying attention to it. And he's referring to Christianity. Father of lights is a biblical reference. Uh, the sparrow falling to the ground is a New Testament reference when Jesus Christ gives a parable telling uh, telling his followers, disciples, the crowd listening that, you know, God's watching over you. He watches over every, no sparrow falls to the ground without his notice. So he knows what's going on in your life. So again, here, just like with Washington, Franklin knew uh, that God was there. And, and that's why the seal was created the way it was. And then the last little bit, Alexander Hamilton talking about the Constitutional Convention again, I just, this popped in my head when I was thinking of the great seal. For my own part, I sincerely esteem it a system which, without the finger of God, never could have been suggested and agreed upon by such a diversity of interests. So again here, he was talking about the Constitution, but great seal, Constitution, whatever it is, folks, as, as our nation was being created, our founders knew that God God's hand was involved. They knew that we had to acknowledge him. And we've talked about Lincoln and others later on throughout the course of our nation's history. You know, they knew that we had to acknowledge God and they knew that his hand had been involved frequently throughout the creation and, and the survival. You talk about Lincoln, the Civil War of our nation. So the idea that we're supposed to believe today that we're supposed to ignore these great men and we're supposed to, to listen to the talking heads today and and even the Supreme Court, when it makes decisions like uh, Roe v. Wade and separation of church and state, that we're supposed to believe that those men and women today know more or have a better interest for our country at heart is ludicrous. It's not true. It's absolutely not true. We're a Christian republic. We were born that way, as President Wilson said, and President Truman. I wanted to read the last line here again from the Declaration of Independence, because, again, that goes back to the very beginning. And this was right near when they started the Great Seal, right? The Great Seal was commissioned originally on July the 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence, July the 2nd, 1776. Uh, it was, I mean, it was voted for and accepted on the 4th, but it was approved and wording on the 2nd. The, the last line, and for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, 
We mutually pledged each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. From the very beginning, folks, we've been a Christian nation again and again and again. And we'll talk about this stuff again. Uh, you know, as I said, I, I just have scratched the surface and barely at that. Uh, but we have to get back to this. And, and how does that all tie in? You know, why? I, I, we're going to go back and hammer education again and again, but it has to start with us, folks. It's got to be a change, a fundamental change in our individual lives. It, it can't be something that we just talk about. We're going to have to have a a truly fundamental shift in the way that we operate in this country in our individual personal lives, our marriages, our families, and then politically and publicly if we have any hope of avoiding a fight. And we may not. We, we may be past that point. I, as I've said here multiple times, I, I kind of think we are. But either way, if we have any hope of turning this republic around, we're going to have to turn back to God, you know. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you with this. And we've talked about this um, on this podcast frequently. I have an opinion of the answer. Pretty sure I know what the answer is, as arrogant as I know that sounds. But why? We, all this stuff that we just talked about today, just this one episode, the Great Seal, the Constitutional Convention, uh, the Constitution itself, and the Declaration of Independence, all point to God. But we don't know that. How many kids do you think across the entire nation know just the few things in this 15 or 20 minute podcast that we've talked about today? I would be shocked if it's over 1% of students nationally. I'd be shocked if it's 1% of students nationally, or adults for that matter. Why do we spend so much time, energy, and money on athletics, on entertainment, whether you're talking about books, or TV, or movies, or phones? Why do we spend all this time on those things, particularly for our children, but for us too as adults, and so little on faith and marriage and real education. And I'm just going to leave you all with that today. Y'all think about that some. Thank you for joining me. I sure do appreciate it. I look forward to our little walks immensely. Um, And I'm glad that y'all come along and that y'all continue to share this podcast with others. Thank you so much. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. And we'll talk to y'all again. Real soon. Looking forward to it.